iHeart Communities. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Renee Danino, joined in studio by some very special guests. As we're going to be doing some special programming for Veterans Day across Connecticut, obviously on November 11th. But depending on when you're listening to the show, we're going to do two weeks of special programming. We also want to say thank you so much to our sponsor, Big Y World Class Market. Big Y World Class Market extends our thanks and appreciation to our family, friends, neighbors, and customers who have bravely and honorably served our country in the armed forces. We honor and salute your selfless sacrifice to keep our nation free. From all of us at Big Y, thank you for your service. Now, having said that, I am super honored to have in studio the Commissioner of the Department of Veterans Affairs here in Connecticut, Commissioner Saadi. Thank you so much for being here today. My pleasure, Renee. Thank you so much for having me. And Navy veteran and good friend of uh, myself and my husband and our program, Skip Petrus of the Connecticut Patriot Guard Riders. Hello. Hi, Rennie. Thank you. We are going to be speaking about wreaths across America and also ways in general people can honor our veterans all year long, not just on one day, even though we deserve this day. But it should be year long, right, that we say thank you. So, Commissioner, why don't we talk and start at that point? What does the word thank you mean to you? It does mean a lot. And it's not just about the word thank you when we thank our veterans and current service members for their service and sacrifice, but also what is behind those words, that those that say thank you oftentimes are the ones who will volunteer in the community, help our veterans and their family members, donate to causes that support veterans. And if they find a veteran in crisis, a family member, friend, or colleague, help escort that veteran to supportive services that we have at the State Department of Veterans Affairs, as well as with our federal partners in West Haven and Newington. Yeah, I was just going to ask you about that. If someone is listening right now and they maybe know someone who could use a helping hand, how can they find you easily? Is it just through the website? Could they even call 211? 211 is an avenue, but also just Google the DVA, Connecticut Department of Veterans Affairs. We have a mobile app that can be downloaded that has 24-7 assistance for veterans in crisis, for family members or colleagues who have a veteran in crisis, but also a host of other information regarding vocational training, housing, education, and other supportive services. Yeah, one thing we say on this program, which is not a political program, because I don't care what your political platform is, but one thing I always say is that you do have to support our troops because I couldn't do what they're doing. I say thank you and God bless to the families who also make those sacrifices. And so, again, before we speak about Reads Across America, Skip, what does thank you mean to you, especially as a veteran? Thank you means to me that someone has recognized or identified the fact that I'm a service veteran. Other people are service veterans. The Vietnam era veterans, they didn't get that much thank you. Now's the time to give them the thank you. Better late than never, but thank you to our Vietnam veterans. Our Korean veterans, our World War II veterans are rapidly disappearing because of their ages. Uh, so it's, it's just a, it's a small token is what it is. And we appreciate that small token. And congratulations are in order for you receiving an honor today. Tell us a little bit about your day before you got here. I was given the William Pomfret Award by the Middlesex County Chamber of Commerce. I was chosen from a multitude of veterans uh, based on my military service and also my volunteerism. You and I met through Special Olympics Connecticut and penguin plunges, among other things that you do. Yes. Yeah. 
I've I've been part of the Special Olympics team for more than 25 years. <laughs> Unbelievable. And I'm glad that our, our friendship is continuing on. And congratulations and thank you for, thank you. for all you do. And thank you to you too, uh, Commissioner Saadi. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about ways people can support our veterans here, especially our fallen heroes, uh, as we think about this this time of year. November 11th obviously invokes a lot of emotion for people. So again, depending on which weekend you're listening to this program, either prior to the 11th or after, there are ways that you can support our fallen heroes by a simple act of buying a wreath. It's wreaths across America. Commissioner, tell me a little bit about this and how people can support it right here in Connecticut. Well, for those who are aware of it, it's a national program that on December 18th, at the same time across the entire country, wreaths are placed at the headstones or the graves of our fallen veterans mm-hmm. at national and state cemeteries. And here in Connecticut, you know, there are many groups uh, that do that around the state, but in particular at our state veterans cemetery in Middletown on that day, December 18th, we'll be doing the same thing. And any resident in the state of Connecticut or anyone that is uh, that is listening to this program can go to the wreathsacrossamerica.org site and purchase wreaths to be placed at the State Veterans Cemetery in Middletown. You know, and, you know, Skip is a perfect example of the type of person who, after they left military service, continues to serve in the community, serves his brother and sister veterans, serves the community. Skip Petrus and and the Patriot Guard Riders have been longtime supporters of the memorial services we have and funerals at the cemetery and of Reese across America. And there is a little extra this year as part of this program because the funds that we raise will help to build up our, bury, our cemetery trust fund that goes for perpetual care and maintenance at the State Veterans Cemetery in Middletown. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. And I understand there's another cemetery, too, as a part of this. Outside of what you were saying, Commissioner, I mean, people are, are going to be honoring our veterans that day and laying wreaths. But we're going to have a bigger program at the Middletown location. But the wreaths that we're raising for this will go exactly where that cemetery and to the Colonel Gates Cemetery right. uh, of the Department of Veterans Affairs in Rocky Hill as well. Understood. And Skip, do you have an estimate as to how many wreaths we need this year? Sure, we need approximately 13500 Wow. Okay. They're only $15. Yes. So if a family is listening right now and want to maybe teach something to their children, you know, buying a wreath for $15 mm-hmm. and laying it at the headstone of a fallen hero, I mean, that's a great conversation to, to, to have. So again... We want to make sure that these wreaths that you're purchasing, because it is a national organization, as Commissioner was saying, um, but we want to make sure if you wanted to stay here in Connecticut, there's a specific code that we're going to have up at mycommunityaccess.com, but you can go to wreathsacrossamerica.org slash CT0115P. P as in Peter, or as in Petrus. Uh, you can go there uh, right now, and you can be assured that that wreath will come to Connecticut, and then there will be extra funds raised in Connecticut to go to the maintenance of our veteran cemeteries, which I think is absolutely beautiful. Talk about the involvement of the Patriot Guard Riders. Patriot Guard Riders have been involved with the wreaths across America since the inception, mm-hmm. back in Maine from the Worcester Wreath Company, escorting the wreaths and to Arlington National Cemetery, where this all started. Patriot Guard riders are always invited to 
to participate, and it's our honor to do so. In Connecticut, we've teamed up with the Department of Veterans Affairs, other veterans organizations, businesses, and people in general to make sure that all of the graves of our fallen that are able to receive a wreath do so. There's sometimes, you know, you can buy multiple wreaths if you want, but you can also, as a person listening, a civilian, you can actually volunteer to lay a wreath at, at a headstone. How do they, how does someone sign up for that? No sign up is necessary. It's oh. a public event. Now, are there any differences with, with COVID this year or? No, Renee, I'm very glad that you asked that because this year we don't anticipate any major restrictions. Mm-hmm. Last year we had restrictions on the number of people that could be there. Uh, Skip and his team were obviously there. And, you know, this year there are no restrictions on the number of people. It's an outdoor event, uh, rain or shine or snow, unless it's a blizzard. And people can look, go to our state Department of Veterans Affairs website for more information, our Facebook page, uh, CTDVA. And again, you know, we anticipate potentially hundreds of volunteers coming. And it's not just about placing the wreath. It's an opportunity to educate people on what it means to honor our veterans and those who have fallen, who are interred in the hallowed grounds of our state veterans cemetery. Let's talk a little bit about the timing of the day. Now, first and foremost, we do have some some dates that are really important for you listening at home to keep in mind. These wreaths need to be ordered no later than Thanksgiving. So these wreaths, I mean, if you're thinking about it, don't don't take too long to think because we need them by November 25th. And you're going to go to this code, wreathsacrossamerica.org slash CT0115P. And then... You know, if you want to be a part of the day, which is taking place on December 18th, which is a Saturday, I believe we follow the time Eastern Standard Time from Arlington Cemetery at noon to start our program here in Connecticut. Um, What is the best time to get where they want to go to be a volunteer, to be considered um, so that you can hear the programming and you can be assigned because I've done this be assigned, you know, the roads that you want to do. So maybe a company wants to do this as a team builder or a day of giving, you know, you want to make sure your teams and everybody are, are there in place. So who, wanted, who wants to talk about that? The best time to try to get to the cemetery is between 10 and 11 okay. in the morning. Okay. The last hour, 11 to 12, is going to be a lot of last minute preparation, getting people situated, getting wreaths distributed throughout the cemetery to be placed at the graves that uh, of those that can receive them because there are graves in the cemetery that cannot receive a wreath right due to religion and we were that's very respectful Mm -hmm. i should say and i really appreciate that but i also want to make sure we're giving out proper directions and parking because it can be you know if if this is you know the first year people are coming back i know a lot of people are going to want to give and be generous so Mm -hmm. maybe some tips on you know the directions what to put in the gps where to park and then where to go once uh, entering the cemetery. Your GPS would be the Connecticut State Veterans Cemetery, 317 Bow Lane in Middletown. Parking will be generally off-site across the street within walking distance, and and uh, I believe that we've got uh, shuttle buses that are going to assist in transporting people to the cemetery grounds. If need be. And I can say from personal and past experience, I was lucky enough to get there and park, you know, across the street, walked right over, very easy. There was even hot chocolate. There were some some things going on around there to get people in the moon and to talk to people. And then, you know, I enjoyed watching the program because, it, it, like you said, 
it's very prompt in the, in the timing, but I really appreciated the guidance of, you know, getting a row and then the act of saying the name of the person kind of gives me goosebumps right now, but you say the name of the veteran and then you lay the wreath down. So it matters. And it's so beautiful. It was a life changing experience for me. And I encourage anyone who has never done this before to, to maybe think about it this year on December 18th, uh, commissioner, why I, I understand, you know, Thanksgiving has to be cut off because you have to know, right? You have to get it. But what if someone is like they can't get it together before November 25th, but they want to make a donation? Are there any um, is there anything they can do or is it has it has to be cut off on, on Thanksgiving? We actually have through the Department of Veterans Affairs website, our donation portal. OK. And someone can make a donation directly to the state cemetery trust fund. Oh, OK. If they would like to do that or to uh, one of our other five trust funds to support quality of life, veterans outreach. So and they can also volunteer not only on that day, December 18th, but with the Department of Veterans Affairs throughout the year, yeah. helping in our skilled nursing facility or residence residential facility or assisting in other ways around our campus and at the State Veterans Cemetery. This is our special program in honor of Veterans Day 2021 here on iHeart Communities, brought to you by our friends at Big Y World Class Market. I'm here today with some really good friends to the program, the Department of uh, Veterans Affairs, our commissioner here in the state of Connecticut, Commissioner Saudi. Thank you for being here. And Navy vet Skip Petrus of uh, also the Connecticut Patriot Guard Riders. It's it's great to have you both here. And I have a couple of questions that I want to talk about um, for our veterans in the state. So, um, you know, for a long time, mostly our men who are veterans got a lot of attention, but we have a lot of women veterans here in the state that have sacrificed as well. So um, do you do you think that the, the veterans or the Department of Veterans Affairs is getting better at recognizing our women as well? Absolutely, both yeah. at the federal level and the State Department of Veterans Affairs. We've made a very significant effort over the last several years to reach out to that population. Actually, female veterans and female members of the military are the largest growing demographic, but they are still a small percentage overall. And all too often, I hear from women veterans say, you know, when I go to a veteran's office or to a veteran facility, people will say, oh, are you here with your husband? Or is your husband or your father a vet? And the woman will say, no, I'm the veteran. So never assume that someone is not a veteran when they are coming, especially women veterans. And I have to really uh, thank State Senator Kathy Austin herself, a U.S. Army Vietnam era veteran, who has really been advocating for that outreach. And that is so crucial. We don't want to leave any veteran behind gender notwithstanding. And especially, you know, and women veterans have different issues and unique circumstances at times, often being the sole caregiver. So we have programs that are focused on that as well as the federal VA does the same. And, and obviously racial equity is, is a big deal with our veterans right now. So I, I really think that the, the veterans departments, not only in Connecticut, but on a national level is really getting an overhaul. Long overdue. Yeah. You know, that that is a, an amazing issue that came out, particularly during COVID, being able or unfortunately losing some of that connectivity, particularly uh, to veterans in urban communities who didn't have as much IT connectivity, the ability to communicate on these digital platforms, realizing that we're, we lost some of that connection. And so that really underscored efforts that are going on now to reach into uh, the communities, particularly in urban areas, the underserved communities uh, of veterans and to connect them. It's not a lack of supportive services and programs at the 
the federal or state level for veterans, oftentimes it's the lack of connecting those veterans to the programs and services that are there. That's what we need to focus on more. And also sometimes the veterans not realizing everything that they have available to them simply because of where they live, of a zip code, right? So that's why we have this program to let people know if there's someone you know. And again, you know, sometimes it's you, you could you could choose to call two one one just to just for ease sake, right? Or the best place to go, especially if you're listening to right now and, and you know of a veteran who may need help. Um, again, where can they visit? Go right to the State Department of Veterans Affairs website. Google yep. CTDVA or Connecticut Department of Veterans Affairs. And I'm going to put my office phone number out, 860-616-3684. Call them 24 hours a day. No, just kidding. Uh, well, <laughs> leave a message. But that's leave not a, a crisis right. line. Yeah. At our website, we do have the crisis hotline yeah. as well as the mobile app, which is key to connect veterans, particularly our younger generation yeah. and the underserved community who can use their smartphone and connect to services immediately. Yeah, and we know with statistics, and I haven't got anything updated through 2020 and or 2021, unfortunately, but as as of last statistics, which is, you know, it feels so cold to say it that way, but our veterans are at risk for suicide. And we know it, it ranges, but anywhere from 20 to 22 veterans uh, die by suicide a day. And that is a horrible and horrifying statistic, one that we know we can change and one that we know through this interview, maybe through this conversation, someone's listening and they, they're they're feeling a little um, down or whatever it is that they're feeling. We just want to let you know you're not alone and you can certainly reach out because there is help. And as you were saying so eloquently, Commissioner, it's a matter of getting that information out to the people who who need it. And we hope that that we do that through this program. All of the links and everything that we're talking about will be available at mycommunityaccess.com. If you didn't remember anything or if we're a little too quick, you can go to mycommunityaccess.com. You can Google the Connecticut State Department of Veterans Affairs. Um, again, if it's an emergency, obviously we want you to call 911. Um, but we just want to let you know that you can help. Uh, before we bring it back to wreaths across America again, Skip, talk a little bit about being a part of the Patriot Guard Riders and how you help and serve our veterans in Connecticut and, and beyond sometimes. Connecticut Patriot Guard Riders, the National Patriot Guard Organization, is 100% volunteer. At last number, which was around 2019, we had approximately 319, 320,000 volunteers nationwide. We go to various events at the invitation of the family or the organization that would like our representation. Uh, we don't just show up. Right. We are invited. We are invited guests. Our people come from all walks of life, veteran, non-veteran, Motorcycle rider, non-motorcycle rider. That would be me. That would be you. Yep. And you're more than welcome to come anytime you want. Now, how can people find out more information specifically about the Patriot Guard Riders? They could go to the national website, which mm -hmm. is patriotguardriders.org, or they can go to Connecticut's site, which is ctpatriotguardrider.org. All right. Thank you both so much for being here. Let's wrap this up today in our conversation about veterans. We learned the important reasons why to say thank you. I mean, we can wave people off, but we have to remember they come home. We hope that they come home um, and we have to be there for, 
for, for them when they come home. And we also have to be there for the families, for those who, who maybe don't come home. We have to be there. Right. Um, so, so thank you both so much for being here on so many different levels, but I also want to talk about Reese across America one, one last time. And I also want to invite people to an event. Um, we're having an event on November 11th at a restaurant bar called Sicily in Middletown. And <laughs> it's almost like who's on first. Where's the event in Sicily in Sicily? No, it's at Sicily in Middletown. Um, we're going to be supporting a veteran police officer in the town of Middletown and his new partner, Canine Bear. So it's a fundraiser for him. And we're going to have wreaths across America there. I will be there and you'll have an opportunity to buy wreaths that very evening. Now you can buy them right now, but wouldn't it be fun to come out and say hello and uh, support this great cause and event? I'm going to try to get Skip and his uh, lovely bride, Sarah, to come and join us as well. But that's going to be on November 11th on Veterans Day. Great evening to come out, have some great conversation and purchase your wreath at that event. Um, it is specific. You can't just buy wreaths. You have to use the link that we're going to be providing. So we won't have any wreaths on site, um, but you can purchase them right there. And again, you can go to wreathsacrossamerica.org slash CT 0115P. That link is also online and you can purchase them online at that event. And Skip, you've got more events coming up that we're going to be watching for, right? We're going to try to get some other events, local events together. And we're going to have all of the updates because we're going to be out at some local shopping centers as well in, in, you know, in their main areas on the greens and things like that. So we'll have our updates at mycommunityaccess.com. So please stay tuned for that. Commissioner, once again, how important and what is this wreath laying event mean to you and to the Department of Veterans Affairs? I mean, people listening might say, well, geez, you know, you're just laying a wreath at a a headstone of a veteran. Tell me the symbolic importance of this. I'll tell you that when I've been at these events uh, over the last several years and the agency hosting them, watching people kneel down at a headstone and spend time there sometimes weeping because it's a relative, other times just being overcome by emotion, even if they didn't know the individual. And so it is so much more than symbolism because behind that symbolism is a connection that these volunteers, whether they're civilian or veterans or current military are making. And it ensures that even though someone has fallen, whether they've fallen in service to country or after they returned home, that they're not forgotten. That's the key. They're not forgotten. They're not That's forgotten. what's so important. That really is. And you're, you're still active duty. I am. 16 years in, United States Army Reserve. God bless you. And thank you. Thank you. All right. Someday you'll, you'll be able to be re- retired like Skip, but yet still working. Yet. I don't think you know what the word retired means, Skip, is, no. but that's a conversation for another, for another show. <laughs> uh, Reads Across America, please be a part of it with iHeart Communities. We're so uh, happy to support this amazing moment in time where you can have a discussion about what it means to serve our country and to be a part of this day. You're invited. Uh, get all of the details at mycommunityaccess.com. I thank our guest today, Commissioner Saudi and Navy Vet Skip. Petrus and of course the Patriot Guard writers. Thank you for being here, both of you. Thank you. Thank you, Renee.